bees in his library. Confound it, madam, my language is most controlled. I say we take off and nuke the entire scythe for them. It's the only way to be sure. In a thousand years, Gandahar was destroyed. A thousand years ago, Gandahar will be saved. The spice extends life. Silent breed is people! Welcome, listener, to Star Crashed. We discuss genre movies released before the year 2000, and in this episode, we'll discuss Ballad of a Hussar or Hussar Ballad, depending on what source you base that information from. Uh, it is a musical, and it's from 1962, and we're going to talk about it. Uh, my name is Ebba, and my name is Linnea. So, before anything else, I do want to have a little warning here for for spoilers we usually get into them rather quickly so you know now you know what you're buying here it is <laughs> here's the <laughs> here are the the, the merchandise uh, but you know before we get into this uh, colorful um in my opinion at least uh, musical i just want to check in a little bit with you linnea uh what's up um seen anything good lately Kind of a leading um, question, <laughs> Yes. Uh, well, I believe both of us went and saw Dune in the cinemas uh, separately, <laughs> but we did both see it. Um, yes, and, United uh, in Spirit. It, yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was a great experience. Um, really liked it. I mean, I, I can I can nitpick um, on a few sure. things that I maybe maybe didn't like. Or maybe didn't love uh, as much as some of the other parts. Um, I thought, for example, that uh, the music maybe got a little bit repetitive at some points. Mm. Um, and I was also not a huge fan of Rebecca Ferguson as Lady Jessica. But, I mean, it, it's small things, really. Uh, the movie as a whole, I thought, was was great. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I mean, absolutely, that could be an entire episode in itself, given that we're both, like read the book and discussed it before so we have opinions yes <laughs> i think <laughs> uh but there are absolutely things you could discuss like um different you know the take on dune and like what the uh, director and, and writer sort of chose to to highlight and uh you know what what the driving forces are and everything but i would say like it was a very beautifully shot film um in my opinion great great acting um mm. And and just just interesting and it's it's nice too because I I was you know I saw it in the in the local um, no not the local in the in a very nice comfortable big VIP seat that they had mm. <laughs> in the <laughs> only one that was running this film for some reason uh, at the at the cinema but um, it was just really nice to watch the sort of grand film under those circumstances and just. Mm. You know, have it been experienced. So, uh, if it's still in the in the cinema, I think it is. Like, go go watch it if if um, if you have the means and feel like it, because it was it was a nice experience. Yeah, definitely. But uh, I too have opinions. But <laughs> this is not the time. <laughs> this is not the time. <laughs> so we are going to talk about something completely different, and that is Ballad of a Hussar. And uh, as I mentioned, it's from 62 and it's also a Russian film and it's spoken in Russian and it's sung in Russian. <laughs> and I would just like to get your sort of general uh, thoughts on it and then maybe we can get into what it's about. Um, my general thoughts are that I really liked it. Uh, <laughs> it is it's a musical comedy slash historical tale historical epic mm. almost um mm. and uh, it's yeah it's 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 great um i mean i can i can it is a movie from 1962 and and i think mm. maybe some of the the gender roles and the 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 portrayals of, of genders in a certain way 
maybe feel like it's from the 60s so not necessarily modern uh but still i think it's it's it was a great experience watching it yeah you you uh, i've uh... You, you took the words straight from my mouth, honestly. <laughs> uh, same thoughts. I, I thought it was it was just a very fast-paced and fun film to watch. Uh, the, some of the songs, there were a few that I liked more than others. And that's mm. just purely down to taste, I think. Uh, yeah. So, you know, that's that's how what it's like, I feel, with, like, with musicals. So it is what it is. But um, so um, do you want to describe a little bit of the general plot well um this movie it is uh based on a play called a long time ago uh mm. which in turn is based on actual uh, real events um namely mm. the adventures of a person uh, and uh, no, no, I'm, I'm not good at the pronunciation here but bear with me <laughs> uh her name was Nadeshda Durova uh, and she was a woman who dressed as a man and joined the army, essentially, during the Napoleonic Wars. Uh, and Ballad of a Hussar is a romanticized version of her life, mm. or at least part of her life. And it's, you know, it's comedic, and it's a musical, and it's flashy. Romantic. <laughs> yeah, romantic. <laughs> uh, it's a lot of things that uh, I doubt her life was in reality. Um, but as a, as a movie and as a sort of almost almost like a folklore tale almost in, mm. in nature. It's it's kind of how, how I think it, it feels mm. and how it approaches its subject. Um, uh, but like the real life events, we have a, a young woman named uh, Shura Asarova, or I think Shura is her nickname. I think her, her real name was Alexandra uh, Asarova. Um, she joins the army and it's sort of, it's almost a spur of the moment decision <laughs> when she's sort of like, I want to go fighting too. <laughs> <laughs> after <I'm> <laughs> yes after I'm her yeah. her uh, uh, betrothed uh, man uh, goes off to fight and and she goes along uh, and i should establish already that they don't really know each other uh, and he doesn't no. know that it's her <laughs> who's tagging mm -hmm. along and there's a lot of you know your sort of romantic comedy um, you know, mistaken identity and, and sort of confusion, confusion, etc. That is, that is sort yeah. of the tropes of the genre. And there's a bet in there as well. Yes. And it's just a lot of those things that you kind of expect from a romantic <laughs> comedy. It's, it's kind of pinned by numbers in that way, yeah. Um, but then you, you follow their journey and they are separated parts of the movie mm -hmm. in different parts of, of the war, but then they're rejoined and it's kind of it's kind of the story of them falling in love but it's also kind of the story of her becoming a hustler and becoming a hero at least to some extent mm -hmm. um and i think it it balances its themes and motifs quite well um i think yeah absolutely and something that i really thought was kind of interesting like when most of the movie had transpired and I was like oh that's now we're at that point where you can sort of get a feel for how 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 most of it is and it's it's that they aren't on screen as much as you would maybe think from a sort of romantic comedy uh it's really like she is doing her thing and we also get a little bit of glimpses of what um what he is doing as well mm. uh, on the side but, it, but it's, it's way more sp spent the time with her and and also that the romance is not the driving force for her to sort of prove herself and you know be a good soldier and a good hussar and uh, you know like she that is not the motivation for her and I think mm. it was it was well balanced that way um and gave her so much more character and sort of mo um, drive, I think, which, mm. which, I, which I thought was really nice because 
for a short while there when she decided to join the army, I was like, hmm, will she follow him around? <laughs> and it's not that she's following him, follows him because the times that they meet up is because they're both in the army. It's not that she sought him out or anything like that. It just is because they're both in the sort of the same category of, of army uh, mm. is my take on it, at least. So mm. uh, it, it's really more an independent feeling of, of her actions, um, actually. Yeah, and she she doesn't also she doesn't set out to follow him, and she doesn't no no no, no. she doesn't yeah. set Good out point. to to fall in love with him or to make him fall in love with her. That's not her goal either. Um, she does sort of make fun of him and sort of because she's pretending to be <laughs> her own cousin, <laughs> uh, and and she sort of um, makes fun of of him and herself, even though he doesn't know that. Yes. Um, and I think she she doesn't do that with the intention of, oh, I'm going to win him in the end. She does win him in the end. Yes. But she does that really through being herself and being being um, being a hussar, essentially. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's, it's really fun to see. I mean, it's hard to describe just the type of humor that it is, but it is really funny. Like, I laughed out loud several times. Same. Absolutely. And I also think it's because this here's the thing, like I have no idea who translated this because I watched it and I, I think you did too uh, mm. a, a version on YouTube. So someone has translated this. <laughs> and I think it's also like the, the I don't know if the entire thing, like when they speak and everything is supposed to be written in verse, I think I read in, in Wikipedia. Yeah. Uh, but of course, so. All of that, which perhaps could have some more layers to the comedy, I would think, mm. is naturally lost completely with all of these language things that I just described. <laughs> like, mm. um, but I also really want to like um, give an applaud to the the acting, because there is a lot of like the, the the facial expressions and sort of the body language with a lot of these actors are. It's just really entertaining, mm. and I think they managed to deliver the lines in just a really um, fun way. Uh, I'm thinking of a different Swedish word, but but it, it, <laughs> I have no idea how to translate that, so I'll just skip it. Fun, I'll have to settle with, okay? Yeah, really, uh, really fun. And I mean, yeah. it's the kind of... It's not... It's sometimes a little bit slapstick, but not always. But it yeah. is, as you say, it's a lot of humor. It's not humor just with words. It's also humor with, with body language. Yes. And I think uh, the two main leads uh, are our main couple, so to speak. The yeah. actor and actress who are playing them um, do a wonderful job. And they're just so yes. deadpan sometimes when they're doing <laughs> these things. And I'm so impressed by what they're yes. doing. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, both of them, they kind of overact also at times. So it's just, it's a really... <laughs> the the way that they just know when <laughs> when either is appropriate is just marvelous. <laughs> Honestly, like it's so funny because so the lieutenant, um, oh, his his name. I I read push. I I wrote Pushkin in my notes all the time, but I don't know if that was a nickname, if that was his surname, or if I'm even making that up. <laughs> if you remember the lieutenant's name, uh, I would say like the man, the love interest, you know. Um, do you remember uh, what his name was? Yeah, the the what I'm looking at right now it says Porshik. 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 Yeah, I mean we are probably not pronouncing it correctly. Porshik. Porshik. Yeah, sounds about right. So yeah, Rushevsky. Porshik. Rushevsky. Something like that. Mr. P. I don't know, but he's. That doesn't sound right. No. At all, I'm so sorry, but his like his character is is in a way it's it's he's very like it's kind of you know he boasts a lot and he I think I think he drinks a lot and he also says because the first scene where, where we meet um where the two characters meet like he's he's like oh well I'm here because basically we like me and your cousin because he's meeting um um. Shurushka as 
as if as a boy <laughs> essentially mm. as the boy cousin he's like well i'm marrying the, your cousin because i basically have no money and we've been betrothed since we were kids and i i just i just need the money like this is i i don't really care i don't really want to but it's like supposed to be and everything and he's like i think he lost it in a in like gaming gambling mm. or something and it's just like he comes off as not really uh <laughs> I don't know, a character you would like. <laughs> and he does so, sort of these things. Like he is a womanizer as well. Like he kind of has that instant uh, like infatuation with another woman who comes in uh, later in the film who is an actress and she's like famous. And so she's French and I, I, at least I think she was French and um, really glamorous. And he's like, oh, kiss me. I love you. You're the most beautiful. And he, it's just like, oh, get get out of here. <laughs> just. <laughs> He's a character for sure. And I just think the way that the actor plays him is so is so wonderful. Like he's like, it kinda comes off as like sort of a doofus at times, even though yeah. he says these things that are kind of <laughs> like, oh, such such a bro thing to say and do. And but the way the actor does it with with that is 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 what makes him still kind of wonderful in a way. I don't know <laughs> how to explain it. Charisma, I guess, could be mm. one way to put yeah. it. Uh, and I also want to mention, so the actress who plays, um, in my notes is Churushka. You think you said something else, like Shura? Shura? So, yeah, I, I think, I my think, notes uh, are kind of weird. <laughs> no, I think she went by the nickname Shura. Um, ah, and okay. then also when she Fair dressed enough, as yeah. a boy, she used another name for herself. Um, yes, and everyone called her like... Uh, Hmm, car, car, carrot, not carrot, <laughs> something like a yeah, sort they all, of, um, they either title call, for... Yeah, they either, either called her by her title, which was um, Coronet, Coronet yes. uh, or by her last name that she went by, which was yeah. Azarov. Yes. Either of those two. Yeah. Exactly. So one thing that I find in... You know, quite often in films when there is someone like a young woman who's supposed to sort of play as a boy and people are supposed to buy that it's a boy. Like, like I am saying like a cisgender girl, you know, mm. trying to, to be um, seen as a cis boy. So, and, but I, th- I, th- I think she looks really believable as it like this sort of you know um idealistic starstruck 17 year old boy who's just want to be in the army and even like her face and her hair everything just like i i think i would buy that she was a 17 year old boy uh which i think helps um you know me as a as a viewer to sort of believe this thing that is happening and has, has no that no one has sort of like um caught on that she isn't who mm. she who she you know mm. uh, yeah agreed herself. yeah also i think sort of the clothing that is for this time period kind of works rather well with being a little bit more curvy like she isn't the most curvy uh, figure but it works in this era because a lot of like the fashion for men in that era is kind of a little bit curvy so i think it works i just i'm i i like that it worked uh mm-hmm. i'm not gonna go too long with this, <laughs> this thing i'm doing right now yeah i liked it oh. <laughs> yeah yeah it was a lot of fun watching um i'm I mean, it lived up to my expectations um, because I, I was the one who suggested this for the yeah. podcast um, and I had sort of had my eye on it for quite a while and I had high hopes that I was going to like it and I mean, it, it fulfilled pretty much all of that. Um, like I said in the beginning, there are... <sighs> I mean, we, we are talking about, you know, a woman dressing as a boy and that kind mm. of scenario and... Looking at it with modern eyes and, and maybe sort of a queer lens or, or, or mm. maybe a feminist lens. I mean, all of it doesn't really hold up. Uh, no. but, then, but then again, I think parts of it is, is maybe more progressive than, than originally intended. Uh, so it, it, it's a strange mix there. But I think 
despite whatever flaws you may find with the representation, etc., uh, I think it was still a really entertaining film. Yeah, absolutely. No, you like you say, you could certainly like analyze the shit out of this and just be <laughs> like, well, what does it actually like? There's a lot for that, but one one thing that I did appreciate as it was you know the closing um scene or closing song for this and i because now you know the lieutenant knows that she is a she and everything has unraveled and everything so in the very last scene the entire army is going forth to more glory or battles i don't know uh, and she hasn't changed into female clothing or anything like that like she can still be this person who I interpreted as being who she is most comfortable being. Like when we first meet her, uh, when we first see her in this film, she does wear pants and this sort of riding outfit. And it's also where we leave her when the film is, Mm. you know, when the film closes. So that at least feels true to her character. But yeah, for sure. If you want to sort of break this down, you, you, there is a lot to say, I guess, but uh, <laughs> at least that's something I appreciated. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, how do you feel about like the locations and um, you know things like that? Well, <laughs> so I- I'm gonna go. Uh, um sort of a detour uh, in answering this question. Go for it. Uh, Because when I was sort of looking up information about this movie uh, prior to this podcast, I was curious about the budget that this movie had and I couldn't find a straight answer because it it is a weird mix of it looks like it had high budget but then at the same Mm -hmm. time like it didn't have a high budget. It's, It's really strange. Like, there's so many people and so many costumes, etc. But then at the same time, there's something about it, like the camera work or whatever, that feels just a little bit... Flat. Yeah, or hmm, amateurish uh, is maybe the word that I would use. But I, oh, I use it okay. I use it flatteringly, if that makes sense. Mm, yep, yep. Like, no, like there, there is a scene in the beginning um, where the two main characters meet for the first time uh, and they sort of, they're walking through a garden together and there's just, <laughs> at one point, the camera sort of moves a little bit and you're just like, that, I think that's a goof that that wasn't really supposed to be like that because the camera is, they, they, the two characters are sit, sitting down on a bench and the camera sort of have to move a little bit to just put them in the center of the picture mm. and you're just like... Mm. Mm, that doesn't feel completely professional, but uh, yeah, I mean, it, it kind of works anyway. Um, so, yeah, I had, it, it, I just want to know, like, if you also notice this, because there is a point where, oh, some sort of higher up military man gets uh, a letter from um, Shura and it states that uh, someone's about to attack or something. And Mm. he looks into his binoculars and then there's like a a jump, a a cut, but it's the same image. This is called something, Anna. Is it a jump cut or something? I don't know. But Mm. there's a a cut, an obvious cut, but it's the same stance. So Mm. he's still looking through the binoculars. And I was like, either there is a scene here where he sees something through the binoculars and for some reason... The person who uploaded this to YouTube thought, eh, let's cut that out. Or it's supposed to be like that and, and they messed up somehow. It's a weird thing to mess up. But um, yeah, did you really notice weird. that? or? Yes, yes, I, I yeah, know exactly yeah. what you're talking so about. so obvious. And I was like, that was strange. <laughs> like, hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, so to answer your question of the locations and the, the scenery and the setting and mm. everything. Uh, I mean, it looks good. It's beautiful. They have a beautiful house in the beginning that they they um, record some of it at and there are also beautiful environments that they record some of it uh, at but there's also this sort of feeling of well they have one house and then they play they they record <laughs> yes. almost all the other My parts yes. uh, outside outdoors <laughs> so you you're kind of questioning you know maybe didn't have the money for <laughs> 
and more. Also, like, because the outside of the house looks like it could be, you know, a real house. Mm. But the inside for most part looks like a soundstage. Yes. Like we have a staircase that has the most wobbly handles or like the rails ever and i'm just like oh don't don't hold on to that while you're walking up like you're gonna fall you want to oh and uh, also in the end just speaking of wobbly things in the end yeah. uh when they're at this house and like the the it it's um shura and her uncle's like home and like yeah. the final battle takes place there between the russians Which I loved, and by the way yeah and, and the, the, the french and the spaniards and everything and it's just a big Hula baloo. Um, but there is a, a part where uh, one of the characters on, on a horse jumps over the fence and you can see the horse hit the fence with the hoof and the, ho- the, the fence just wobbles. Because it's like silicone or something like this. Yeah. It didn't hurt the horse. Like The horse is fine. The horse didn't even feel it because it's so soft. It was like a, a soft massage on the hoofs. Like, ah... <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, and I, oh my god, I have to, you know, because this this is in line with with the whole presentation of 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 all of this. Yeah. Mm. But so the final battle scene, which I really liked, I think it was it was fun and 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 fast and a lot of swords and everything. But no one, oh, there was almost no sound, <laughs> like. No yeah. one made barely a sound, and I was like, um, "Are they gonna? Did they think that they were gonna add a bit later, or are they so focused on the choreography that they've trained into, or <laughs> do they feel that it would be too much to have all these people go ah, ooh, ah, ooh, and they're just like, no, that's violent. We don't. I don't. It's so weird because, because it's so strange to me. And also, another wonderful thing about this fighting scene. So there is. Um, an old man like who, who is Shura's uncle's servant of some kind who also mm. would help um, if she was a boy and she would be in the army and she tells him like will you please help me because if I die like it's on you bro so he's like oh, okay I'll help you and he's really on board with her going to wars and because he sees how her, how great she is at this basically mm. But he he his fighting in the last scene is is in the f- last fighting scene is just wonderful. Like he he is throwing couches on French people, yeah. and <laughs> where is the strength coming from? You ask yourself as you're watching it, and it's just <laughs> hilarious <laughs> and and great. So, I mean, that fighting scene is just mwah, for all of those reasons. <laughs> no sound. <clears throat> And an unhinged elderly man with couches, which is <laughs> all you need for a fighting scene, honestly. <laughs> Hollywood would take note. <laughs> I mean, yeah, even though we are sort of, we, we are, well, maybe not complaining about, but we are, we are nitpicking <laughs> at, at least. Yeah, we are picking at uh, the camera work, etc. And, and the, yeah. that we, you know, we're saying there are some goofs in there. But I don't yeah. know, to me, that sort of heightens the comedy of it yeah um, oh for sure <laughs> like absolutely i mean it 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 gives it character in a way mm. like all of those things like it just it just f- fluffs the cake <laughs> and yeah. i love a fluffy yeah, cake yeah i mean like <laughs> i i think this style of movie it feels sort of more more heartfelt and more homely than yeah a really like polished Hollywood blockbuster mm. um, and, and I really appreciate that absolutely and also like credit where credit's due I think although it's some of the costumes I was like but but this is probably because I'm I'm not very familiar with like military you know differences in, in costume and ranks and things like that but I think the costumes looked serviceable and at times great like a lot of detail to them um, there was also a ball and for the most part dresses looked great um, some weird choices by the men for some reason <laughs> but then as I thought that then it made sense because she needed to sort of dress into her hussar cousin boy clothes so that mm. made sense then that she could tell her friends like oh I'm just playing around wearing this thing and they would be like oh fair, fair. you know it's almost like a masquerade here going on anyways kind of that feeling so mm. 
that made sense. But then there was also, I have to mention honorable mention, because there was a wonderful dress that the actress, the French actress Louise wore. And it was this really black, I think it was a velvet, um, long-sleeved, mm. high-neck dress. More later in the film. And that just looked great. And she also had some like two wonderful shawls that looked believably of the era as well I think because that mm. was kind of in style and like this sort of um oh I forget what the name is but it's an it's an Indian um because a lot of those shawls were I mean we could get into a very complicated textile history but let's let's just say like it's an Indian sort of <laughs> pattern <laughs> that was really popular uh on shawls and and things like that but I, I don't remember what the name is now but it's like a medallion and uh and that was on one of the shorts and it was just wonderful. So mm. a lot of details there that I really appreciated, even though a lot of the hair looked rather 60s on the females, except for um, Shura. I think her hair looked great. I mm. think it looked, um, you know, Regency, romance era um, from portraits and things like that. Even, you know, as I looked a little bit more into this, film afterwards and it was based on real life and everything uh there is a portrait of her in um military garb and the hair almost looks the same basically which mm. i think was wonderful mm. and all of the men also they had this this really regency like floofy <laughs> you know disheveled hair which just just looks right to me and and just mm. so points for that you know um so yeah i mean I, i'm to balance out our <laughs> <laughs> roast before <laughs> uh i mean one of the the reasons or i should say the reason that I, that I suggested this for the podcast was that i had seen a few snippets uh, snippets here and there for the film and i, yeah. I kind of knew that this would be something that you would like yes <laughs> because you it were is, right it is so colorful uh yes. in terms of costumes and setting yes. and everything and it's mm, like why even watch a world war Two movie when you can watch something set in times when they had colors on their military garbs <laughs> like come on <laughs> Don't come at me for saying that, though, by the way. <laughs> Please, it's just a, an opinion in jest, okay? <laughs> no, but even... I mean, okay, okay, tangent here. Uh, yes, please. But, but a big problem... I mean, everyone knows that I love fantasy. Um, you know that I love fantasy. And, and Oh, yes. I mean, this podcast is partly about fantasy, etc. Yes. <laughs> but a big problem that I have with... Um, a lot of modern, and I'm thinking specifically, yes. you know, television and movies that is set in the, the medieval jobs. type fantasy mm -hmm. today. They use such just oh brown colors for all the clothing. Oh. When when you actually look at like paintings of medieval mm -hmm. clothing, it's really colorful. <laughs> and I'm just questioning. I'm like... jumping up and down with my head right now, but the <laughs> microphone can't pick it up. <laughs> This grinds my gears. Don't let me yes. lose on this subject, Linnea, because it, this grinds my gears so much. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, I mean, you, you compared, you know, war movies, you know, in this movie versus, like, yeah. a lot of World War II films. But I think you can apply sort of the same argument on oh my God, yes. medieval fantasy movies that, yeah, you can use colors too. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> they had dyes. They had techniques to make colors. Like, there's only a few colors that were really hard. Like, if you want super green, that was difficult to do. Super purple, also kind of difficult to do. But they, they, they tried. <laughs> they got colors in the past. And it's just why we want this sort of dreary image of, of the past for, for all of our films. And also when we sort of, like you say, take inspiration from our idea of what medieval times, for example, is and, and sort mm. of implement them in our fantasy idea. Like, why, why, why is that the default that we enjoy right now? Yeah. I don't get it. Like, I don't get it. Like, it wasn't all leather, you know? Yes, <laughs> for sure. Brown and black leather. That's, yeah, that's all. <laughs> 
Ooh, yeah, no, no, absolutely. Like bring in the color and also bring in the weird, like the weird cuts that certain outfits had in the mm. past also. And the fantastical, which I, I think some are better at this though. I will, I will not be too much of a Debbie Downer, but like the, the, the kind of funny, or not the funny, but the sort of vibrant and intricate armor and um also you know jewelry and just things that sort of look strange to us like i would absolutely love a film that is set in like elizabethan times or even a bit earlier and uh, and just absolutely goes for it mm. like full on because that silhouette is so strange and alien to us so i would just love for a film to really go for it i would rather see them exaggerate it in the right way <laughs> than than for for uh, films to always like shy away from the things that seem a little bit weird to us and also sort of be at odds with how we think that the past must be dreary and therefore it's better to live now <laughs> because mm. Olden times is always like no running water and toilets and and just sad people. <laughs> so yes, I have more opinions and thoughts, but um, let's let's get back to the film, okay? Uh, <laughs> um, is there any any scene or anything in particular that uh, you want to sort of highlight as um, yeah as something that stood out to you more or? Mm didn't suit you as well like that's fine too if you want to roast well, okay I'm, I'm gonna go for for a positive one here mm. um so <laughs> there is a scene in the movie where uh shura dressed as a boy is talking to her her love interest um and, and they're talking they're talking about her though obviously he doesn't know that Mm. It is her that he's talking to. Mm. Um, and he's sort of, you know, confidently saying that, oh, you know, she's totally in love with me. And then she's sort of uh, messing with him a little bit yes. and, and saying all these things. So, you know, she told me that she thought you were horrid and, and a lot of <laughs> yes. things. And I don't even remember all that she said, but it was so really funny. And he's like, what? What did she say about me? <laughs> I like the, the, the sort of the, the, the chemistry between them yes. as antagonist and like, you know, sort of that kind of way in that scene is just terrific. And and that comes back in other scenes. So, yeah, that is a great way to sort of like that introduces us to what we're sort of, mm, mm. you know, going to spend time with. Yeah, for the film. yeah. and I, I, I just love great. I just love how he's acting so offended by this you know he, right. he, like, he sort of underestimated this young woman he's like right. she said what about me and you know it's just he's like so I can do that to other people other people do not talk shit about me <laughs> it's like well <laughs> what you put out you get back <laughs> lieutenant man <laughs> oh but oh my god okay Linnea I gotta bring the, the tone back here to a very serious note Okay. So we have one character who meets a sad, sad fate. Ah. And it, and I just want to know like how you feel about him even being in the film. Like, <laughs> was him? So there is a character who is a uh, prisoner of the Russian army, and it turns out like he explains that he is um, Spanish. He's a Spaniard mm. who is on the French <clears throat> side, and then they sort of. Um, use his clothing in a plot that they attempt to sort of do to you know get intel and things like that it doesn't work out but no matter but he mm. also ends up at uh, in back with the french and also so does shura and then a few things happen uh fight scene and he dies and by then they sort of become friends and everything and he dies and yeah. it's so sad and i was like no not the pretty boy <laughs> not yeah. the pretty spaniard <laughs> why would you do this <laughs> I was like, no. I was shocked. <laughs> so sad. Yeah, I mean, I mean, to answer you, your question of uh, what, like, what purpose does he serve in the movie? He doesn't really serve a purpose in the movie, no. but he was really handsome. He I was so it. handsome. He did have. I, I mean, I, I'd be willing to bet money on this, but I, his hair looked dyed 
to really uncommon, I want to say, uncommon <laughs> tone of red. <laughs> Could be real. If it's real, then I'll have to eat those words. But but it's 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 kind of, it looks kind of strange look on him. But but he was so handsome, so cute, and mm. and they just kill him. Yeah. <sighs> no blood too there is almost no there is no blood in this film there is only blood on a letter and that is it it's very for being so violent with so many people <laughs> falling off horses and dying it's kind of kid safe if that's your yeah. uh, measurement for how kid safe the film is then there is almost no blood in this <laughs> people die and you're like where's the wound I, I think you're fine like it's nowhere <laughs> You say you're shot, but I, I where's the proof? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so the, the the Spaniard that we we're talking about in the end, he gets shot, and he sort of falls down and falls around on the ground, and you see yeah. both his front and his back. Yeah, and there's no blood, and you're it's just like, like uh, where did he get shot? You know, I think he you're just so in shock. <laughs> like, can yeah. someone get him a blanket and a little bit of water? Like he, he needs a friend right now. <laughs> So, uh, positive and a negative, depending on how you see it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, ap- apparently, from what I read on Wikipedia, this is um, one of like the most well-loved uh, musicals in Russia. I don't know if that's like from the classical era of mus- musicals or what pool of musicals we're talking about, but it's it's one of the most uh, liked ones. Uh, and I can, I can, I can absolutely see why um, mm. this is popular. I and, mean, it uh, says, yeah, it says here on on Wikipedia, and I'm, I'm quoting here. I haven't checked yeah, the, the the reference, but it says, um, <laughs> "Who does? <laughs> Come on, <laughs> we're not that professional." <laughs> no, <laughs> wrong podcast, my friend. Uh, it's, uh, it says uh, the film proved so popular with Soviet audiences that Purushik Rushevsky, which is the name of, of uh, the, the lieutenant, uh, became quite a folklore character featured <laughs> in numerous jokes. See Russian jokes, Purushik Rushevsky oh for God. samples. It has a whole Wikipedia page just what? with jokes about him. Based on him, <laughs> I can see it. <laughs> And I bet you, if you know the language and you understand the verse, then you can probably see it even more. That's the only sad part about this experience. Uh, I, mean, I would never yeah. truly get it. Like, <laughs> I'm looking, I'm looking at it right now, and it's one of the categories here is. Uh, many jokes are related to Ryshevsky's ability to turn the ordinary situations or a moderate bedlam into a complete mess. <laughs> <laughs> Please, someone translate this into Swedish properly and I can enjoy it again. Please. <laughs> no, but seriously, I think like this is on YouTube. It's so available. Like if you just want to dip, dip your toes into this kind of bizarre military regency era Bonaparte world, then do so. Like it's it's there. <laughs> okay, so, so uh, yeah, I, I I have to read this this joke here. Yes, so, please. So do. one of the jokes is: Hussar regiment took the village. Day one, Hussars drank all beer and slept with every woman. Day two, Hussars drank all vodka and slept with every girl. Day three, Hussars drank everything that burns and slept <laughs> and slept with everything that moves. Day four, Ryshevsky arrived, and then the real depravity began. <laughs> no. <laughs> character like this <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i mean well, the that's... great sadness here is that there is no ballad of a hussar too right like not that i know of no pour one out for the homies for that one yeah <laughs> So yeah, Ryshevsky jokes. That's a that's a rabbit hole you can go down if you like. <laughs> Wikipedia articles you never knew you had to <laughs> <Exactly>. look up. 
You're welcome. <laughs> Listener, you're welcome. <clears throat> yeah, anything else that we haven't um, brought up? I mean, I think we covered yeah. all, all everything to say about yes. this movie. I mean, it's a, it's a ton of fun. Uh, I highly recommend it. And I want to reiterate, like this, this is not slow. This isn't a slow film. Like, oh no, <laughs> not at they, all. Like they get to the, the action and the scenes and and like what's up next very fast. So there is a lot of things that actually happen. A lot of like action scenes, horseback riding, sword fighting, shooting. Like there's a lot of that. So it's just, it's it's it really it's just entertainment. Mm. Is the word I'd use for it definitely and it's also really beautiful at the same time yes right <clears throat> there were a lot of pretty dresses in that ball scene like we did get them from most afar but like costumes i'm happy with it <laughs> yeah, yeah i mean i'm when very the, when, happy with it yeah when, when that ball was happening you know i, I took a photo of the screen and <laughs> yes. sent to you and i was like you're gonna love this <laughs> and i was like yes i did <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> but yeah, like you say, it's it's high tempo uh, movie. It's mm, never mm. boring. Um, mm. Even though I mean, the, the sort of the, the pace of the movies maybe a little bit uneven at times, but it's never mm. boring. It's never boring. Yes, right. Like it's it's got its quirks. <laughs> yes, put it like yes. that. Like we've we've talked about a few of those, and the pacing may be one of those. But you know, and then when it comes to the to the songs. That is really like you toss a coin whether you like it or not because that's mm. how musical are. So you know, if it's not to your taste, then just skip it. Oh, there was one one. No, okay, let's not. Let's not. You'll see it if you watch it. There are a lot of like <laughs> small fun things as well that goes on in certain scenes and just like yeah, chef's kiss. Mm? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, are we are we done then? <laughs> yeah, I Do guess we... so. Yeah. yeah. Do we want to argue whether you should win a Gordon, maybe? Oh, yes. I mean, I haven't prepared I've... anything here, but... Like, uh... wow, <laughs> what do... Which of all the possibilities do I want to <laughs> give it for? Um, but you know what? I think I'm going to give a general um, Gordon to, to the acting in this one. Mm. Uh, so you know, best acting of a musical in the year of 1962, because I think they really, they really brought it. Mm. These actors. Yeah, I mean, Do you uh, have... I don't know what I can add to that. That really is. <laughs> I mean, the casting, right. the cat, the casting is excellent in this yes. film. Yes. Uh, casting great. agents get a Gordon. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> First time in Star Crashed. <laughs> we see you. Uh, <laughs> You're valuable. Um, well, I, I, I guess I will give a Gordon to uh, the wonderful Hussar, uh, Hussar costumes that they have, which yes. are uh, gorgeous looking. Very, and, very pretty. Um, yeah, and, and sort of to bridge into... Sure. Uh, another topic here, which is double feature. So according to Wikipedia, um, some of the costumes were made for the film War and Peace and then also used in this film. So I haven't right. seen War and Peace, but I guess Me I neither. can recommend it as a double feature because <laughs> apparently they have something in common. Right. <laughs> a warm recommendation for a film we've never seen. There you go. <laughs> Um, and then maybe to round things off, uh, should this be remade in 2021, do you think? Ooh. You know, I has it been? Because since it's based on a play and since it's a musical, I would imagine that maybe it's been, you know, made into stage a few times after this. So really, I think if it's perhaps done in a different way, because these, I mean, we live in a different <clears throat> era right now mm. so some things wouldn't work we didn't really get into those things but like you you brought it up and sort of um yeah so the if a few changes were made maybe sort of a different angle uh possibly possibly 
what I'm more interested or intrigued in in um, um, in regards to this story is really like reading some sort of well uh, researched biography on the original Shura. Mm-hmm. I sounds just such an interesting <clears throat> life and and um, time I think so I really want to learn a bit more but Nadeshta was that the name of her Nadeshta Durova yes Nadeshta yeah um yeah I I mean I didn't even answer your question but like I'm interested (laughs) in reading more about her (laughs) yeah I mean uh, I'm I'm sort of going on the on the same track here um if I want to see a new movie like this I would probably say make it a biopic of her life, you know, the, the yes. actual Durova. Uh, because based on what I read about her, she was what we would term queer today. Either trans or non-binary. It's, it's, Sounds it's, like it. Yeah, it's a little bit up for debate which label she would use, but uh, she was definitely not cis, I would say. Um, it, it's said that she, oh, even after she had um, ended her career in the army, she wore men's clothes throughout the rest of her mm. life. So I think her her life and, and sort of seeing that representation on screen would mean a lot to a lot of people. While the comedic trope of a oh, girl dresses as a boy and goes to war. I don't know, I, I kind of feel like that's maybe past its prime, that type of tale. So that yeah. the remake of Ballad of a Hussar, Hussar specifically wouldn't work today. No, because like if you if you'd redo it, then you would have to alter some things. I think mm, yeah. and maybe change the perspective a little bit. But you'd also redo it because of the music, you know, like then mm. because you'd have that sort of setting around the, the music as well. But yeah, I, I agree with you. Like I, it would be really interesting to just like watch a straight biopic on her. Like she, there were some interesting things about her. Like she kept a journal, so her life from her perspective is very well documented mm. and i believe like she was married she had a child um but she purposely f- left those things out when she then turned her journals into a book that was released during her lifetime when someone approached her um so i think there would just be a lot of interesting things about her that would be well worth to you know, share mm, and absolutely showcase. So, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, listener, have you seen Ballad of Hussar? Uh, we want to know what you think. So, uh, you can check us out on Facebook or Instagram at StarQuest Podcast, where you can share your thoughts and also give us recommendations for future episodes. Uh, and uh, join us next time as we sit down and talk about Robin Hood. Prince of Thieves. Bye-bye. Bye.